So it's not like he doesn't look at me all the time. So to TMI. Welcome to the Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm still one of your hosts, Perrin. And I'm still Cedius, and we still don't have Dave. Dave. Because, two, you know. two, it's two weeks later, and he's still missing. However... No, he's, he's just not here. We're not missing anything. Out of sight, he must be missing. Who? Yeah. Out of mind. And, and emerging from her two-week sojourn locked in the basement... Ugh, it was real hard being down there. Ah, we have our lovely returning guest. I gave you a blanket. Shut up. <laughs> I miss my cats. <laughs> Hi, I'm Boo Seegerson. Yay! We could have established visitation. <laughs> <laughs> my cats. Your cats are here to see you. Step away from the door. <laughs> no touching. Meow, my shift. So, I think we will start... Ooh, that's more of a dark straw. So the Hazelburn. This is a Campbelltown. Uh, otherwise known as... Oh, a disappointing... It's a little bit there. Yeah. The um, Campbellton, or Campbelltown, depending on where you're from, uh, whether it is its own unique region of Scotch... Uh, there's six. Yeah, so there, there's, there's the main four, which are the Lowlands, the Highlands, Elay, and Speyside. Mm-hmm. And then there's the two other, which are the Islands and Campbellton. And some people will subdivide the Highlands into like the North Highlands and the West Highlands, but they're just... That's and, silly. And and they'll call out the specific islands rather than grouping all the islands, which I will say that is a much more legitimate thing than bringing the highlands into pieces because Orkneys do not taste like Arans, and that's that's important. If the you sky. open a distillery in a, one of these specific regions, are you required to stick with the style of that region? Technically, no. Technically, no, but. What makes the region style what it is in large part is the fact that you are aging in that location. Really? Um, so, so, you know, Speysides are, are going to get similar character because they're in the same geographical area. The wind patterns are the same. Depending on how close you are to the coast will determine how much salt you get. Sure. Um, Elays. they do a lot more peat fire stuff there. So everything, or almost everything there tends to have more of that lovely, tasty bog flavor that is apparently not your... But, but your what, if, what if you are in that area and you don't want to peat fire something? Then, 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 then you're Bulati and we don't like you. Um, <laughs> I like you! But, no, there, 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 there's, there's no law. The only thing that it has to be is aged, aged three years in oak. Yep. And a minimum. And to be called a, sing, a Scotch single malt, it has to have uh, one distillery as the source, and come from Scotland. I mean, you. we will talk about drinking single malts, single malt scotches from other places. They are legally not single malts. Right. No, they're or, legally or single sorry, malts. They're not scotch. They're not scotch, yeah. So, I mean, there are always whatever. those things that get, like, accepted by the region to receive the title. Like, there's, there's a, a bourbon that a distillery in Minnesota has that, like, the people in... Where's Burgundy? 
bourbon from? Kentucky. Kentucky. We're like, yeah, you can use our label. And mm-hmm. that happens with sparkling wine and champagne sometimes. Right. Yeah. And the thing is, unlike um, bourbons, and, and this is not a dish on, diss on bourbons, but they are aged briefly. Mm-hmm. And so there's, it's much more of like the style drives mm-hmm. the taste. Yeah. Whereas in Scotland, because... Yeah, bourbon has to be 51% corn mash. Mm-hmm. That's that's the moment. And then usually charcoal filtered. But in in um, in Scotland, other than the uh, barley, it's going to be barley and three years. But uh, usually you're looking at 8, 10, 12, something like that. And that length of time picks up the uh, local characteristics. Yeah. So there's only so much you can not taste like. Uh, what we are starting with is the Hazelburn uh, from Campbelldon, and it is triple distilled. Now, Hazelburn is the other distillery owned by Springbank, yes? Uh, or is it yes. the one that's not owned? It is. It is the Springbank distillery, uh, and I'm not spoiling it for anyone, I think, if I say, this is aged 10 years. Spoilers. <laughs> 10 years worth of Spoilers. All right, so fairly light color. Mm-hmm. What do we have for a nose? Yeah, this is, this is a pretty pale straw for yeah. color. Straw, yeah, that's that's a good one. Kind of a light grass. I was, was going to say drying hay. <laughs> subtle, subtle cat, but not subtle enough. Kitty, that's that's not for you. Oh, but, contraire. But, it, but it's dairy, and so I want it. Um, the fact it will give me horrible digestive problems is not my problem. Just like Daddy. <laughs> wow. You both make sacrifices I'm for the go- things you love. I'm going to drink to forget. But I did for <laughs> I saw that in L.A. with a touring cast when I was... God, Ten? I have I'd, not seen it. I, I can still sing most of the album. Ooh. Because my parents had the album. Let's sing at the ballet. Everything was beautiful at the ballet. Oh my goodness. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. No, my. I'm going to be left out again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should listen to more musicals. Yes. And I thought, shit, Richie, shit, Richie. <laughs> shit, Richie. <laughs> As a as a young boy, that song just made me laugh because I'm like, I don't know what it's about, but I get to say shit, shit. I watch plenty of musicals like Rocky Horror and Shock Treatment, so I'm we're good. Let's just move on from there. Yeah. Um, it's it's a pretty one note. It's a nice nose, but it's it's yeah. I, I do get the subtlest little bit of that fire pit. Huh. Just the subtlest. Maybe there's a hint of smoke underneath there. That's, okay. that's the word for it. Thank you. That's why I'm a, there's a hint of smoke. The more I which, it, which, to be fair, is very different from a hint of smoke. Yeah, it is. It's, you don't want to make that mistake. Nope. The more I stay in it, the more it's kind of moving into a charcoal, though. You're not endearing this to her. I'm <laughs> It's not about what you want. It's about what is. I, I do feel like, like often with with 
tasting notes and stuff, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes, though. you have to. I mean, we. I'm. I'm painfully. Aware. Well, yeah, but and then it's bullshit. But um. And there's there's plenty of single malts I've enjoyed until someone said banana. Banana. who don't know the reference that was just weird uh you about deleted or something no um oh god it's something like that it was on the tip of my tongue yeah yeah, yeah. um I ruined it. oh i can picture the whole thing oh yeah it, it, it has a name kind of like that like deleted yeah it, like, it, 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 yes it definitely starts with d um anyway yeah. it is a uh, it's available online uh, YouTube, and we'll see if we can remember it, but it is an absolutely hilarious uh, animated bit. Uh, by the way, if you haven't seen it, Dr. Tran. You 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 strike me as someone who would appreciate Dr. Tran. Rejected. Rejected. It, it wasn't B. Rejected. 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 Um, we'll, we'll talk Dr. Tran later, but alright, I'm gonna drink. Oh my goodness. To forget? Mm-hmm. I drink to remember a good time. Zowie. It has alcohol in it. Yes, quite. Are, are you saying that there's a hazel burn? Just a hit. Yeah. Um, Which hazel burn? It's definitely got tannins. It's a pun. It was uh, raised in an oak cask. Um, Lightly preted. <laughs> it's... Not to an unbearable amount for me. Good. Just like, there it is. I'm experiencing it. Um, yeah, kind of a clay, earthy. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to work past the tingle on my tongue. Here. Yeah, yeah, the tingles. The tingles feel very small. The I know tingler. that sounds crazy. We're just like, they're the tingles. <laughs> here they come. Now, what I'm drinking, parent. <laughs> The uh, are you familiar with the works of Mr. Tingle? Yes, I mean more. I'm familiar that they exist. Yes, I I I don't judge, which is a lie. I judge so much. Why would you lie to me like that? Because I'm I'm really a bad person. This makes sense. Stop. Nice try. Kitty pie with cheese. So this is what what pounded in the tongue by ghosts of Scotch past. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I just, I just, the fact that, that the, um, they thought that Tingle, Chuck Tingle would be a good person to nominate for... A Hugo? Yeah. There was a group... Well, he certainly I, does write science fiction? Yeah, well, Dinosaur no, but they were... Yeah, no, I, I know yeah. specifically what, yeah. And that was just, yeah, he's, he's fabulous. Um, I, it's a kind of a one-note taste. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not bad, but it's kind of um, doesn't. It's burgeoning into that lemon pledge, which is not uncommon in Campbelltons. Yeah, 
Yeah, you know, I never thought until I was drinking and trying to figure out what I was tasting that I would ever describe, this tastes like Lemon Pledge. Yeah. And not, and, and I actually mean it. So it's like what we were talking about last week, like, how do you know that's what it tastes like? Don't drink Lemon Pledge. Okay, so I drank Lemon Pledge once. It's memorable, and you don't <laughs> need to do it more than once. The, uh, yes, and we use the eyedroppers because of past mistakes. They're nice. They're nice to have. There, there, yeah. there, there was more than one episode of uh, Splooge. Yeah. And I'm just going to just gonna drop a little tiny drop. Oh, God! Yeah. That's yeah. not a great and, word. No. Splooge? Splooge? Mm. No. Not feeling it. No? Not feeling that word. How do you feel about moist? I'm totally fine with moist. You're down with Oily moist? Oily moist ointment? How about oh, it? That's nice. Yeah, right? Oily, Oily moist, moist ointment. ointment. I like that. Yeah. It, it sings. Mm-hmm. Is, is that one of those like diction practice things? No, no, I not tell those. Do you want to I was going to I was going to say, no, that's what you say to people who get creeped out by those words. Yes. Because you can. Yep. It's just one of those things that it, 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 it sounds like the Irish wristwatch that makes people tongues Irish just explode. Wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. That's a hard one. Yeah. That was a hard one for me. I'm pretty good at tongue twisters, but yeah, that one's there, a hard one. There, there, there's a couple of people I know who that, that, that that's one of their kryptonites. Uh, my my favorite, though not that hard, mm. has always been black rubber baby buggy bumpers. Mm. It's, I've never heard of it black. Yeah, it's really just, just, it's not it's rubber just, baby it, buggy bumpers. Yeah. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Well, we were more descriptive. Sure. Because if you think about it, you also most, but you also play Duck Duck Goose. Ugh, ugh, get out. Because this is so dumb. Because that's how the game is played, bitches. Nah, I can totally prove that that is not how it's supposed to be played. But I ain't going. Ah, because it isn't. And 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 you could probably even explain it in in a different language. That is specifically the language I could I, explain it. In. Yes. That multi-talented thing, yeah. But I was gonna say, what you you speak Uper? I speak Norwegian. Nice. Yes, It's a very useful language. I'm shaking my head no, dear listeners. <laughs> I could have learned Spanish instead. I learned Norwegian. Well, most of my French has faded, mm. but I can still toast you in Klingon. So. English talk, jai. <laughs> I'm feeling decidedly left out. This is my running gag. I've discovered a new running gag. When Dave's not here, I don't have to make apple jokes. I can just be left out. Does he not like apples? No. Uh, so, 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 the gag on the show was early, early on in, in in the podcast when when Dave and I uh, were co-hosting together, um, and Perrin had not yet joined us as an official host. Um, we would often he he would state notes of apple, and then I would get more specific. Because I'm familiar with the different kinds of apple, and I'm a fan of some and not a fan of others, and because he felt that added to the pretentious bullshit, which is the stuff we mock about the, the tasting notes, he decided anytime I was going to get specific, he had to mock me to to keep in the flavor of the podcast. So that became one of the running jokes. And, and I picked it up because hey, why not? It's picking on CD. He's, he's, a, why, he's why an apple aficionado. Aficionado. Yes. Mmm. Yes. Oh, I don't know why you have such a problem with my knowing the differences in apples. You killed my apple. Prepare to die. Stop killing apples, dude. That's weird. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, he's weird. Aren't we all, though? Truth. If you're Ooh. not weird, that's weird. Not that's Non-weird people are boring. Mm. 
You know, it's not bad, but it is. I'm finding it kind of a, a one trick pony. Uh, the, the the nose, I'm I'm, it with with the water, it really moved into the lemon pledge. Yeah, there there wasn't much there on the nose, and the body wet is a blast of alcohol, yeah. followed by lemon pledge. Yeah. With a little bit of tannin, unhappy un- making tannin sprinkled on top. There is a little bit of sweetness at the very beginning, before all the pricklies start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, it's not horrible. No. But it's not something I'm going to go out and buy. Oh. It's, uh, I, I, I like the lemon sweetness that I get at, at, at the front of the palate and, and when it's just kind of sitting in my mouth before I swallow. And then yeah. even even the early finish is pretty good. Yeah, the, the, the burn comes back and then it gets a little pledgy mm-hmm. after the air hits the tongue. But in the beginning, it's, it's, it's a nice little lemon sweetness. I, I, I think I like this one a little bit more wet. How would you... Uh... If you wait a little while for the, the tinglings to go away, then the, it, <laughs> this sounds crazy. Then the sweetness comes back. Yeah. Nice. And there's maybe a hint of a, like a white pepper when it comes back too. Um, I mean, this isn't nearly as exciting as, as either the ones we had a couple of weeks back. Um, mm-hmm. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I give it a three-two. How do you feel about it? Mm, two point five. Well, and here I was thinking I would be a Russian judge. Yes. No. Um, you you have taken Russian judgeship away. I I will go to seven. It's adequate, but not pleasant. Indeed. Would you like to do the dramatic reading of Hazelburn, or would you like to wait for Glenn Rothis? Uh Whichever you prefer to not read. I don't. I feel pressured to use a a Russian accent, which I can't do. No, no, no. no. Um, (laughs) This is a long time standing joke on the show. Yeah. Here. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? You have you have interesting notes there, and um, maybe it's just about the distillery, and then a bit about the. uh, the scotch on the back. The actual scotch. Hazelburn is triple distilled, completely unpeated, single malt produced at Spring Bank Distillery. Like all our other single malt malts, Hazelburn single malt whiskey has not been chill filtered, nor has any caramel been added. This may cause a slight haste to develop at low temperatures, which should soon return to normal. Are those really tasting notes? I don't know what those are. That's, that's don't be freaked out by the, the haze. Mm-hmm. I have yet to, I'm waiting for somebody to put out a scotch that says, chill filtered, bitches. Bitches. That, you know... Or not chill... Wait, they always say not chill filtered? Yeah, it's usually non chill filtered. Yeah, they're just chill filtered, bitches. What you gonna do? <laughs> not drink it? Yeah, you're too late. You already bought it. Mm-hmm. Filter this chill. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, Sick burn. No, hazel burn. Ah. <laughs> ah. Uh, uh, so, um... So oh, I, make, I make the bad joke. And, not, and you will note mm. that at the 
the symbol of Hazelburn are three distilled uh, distilling pots. Yes. You mean stills? If you want to be colloquial, I don't believe you were introduced on a first name basis. That's all I'm saying. But still. That was a good one. That, that was. I like that one. That yeah, was good. yeah, I'll give credit. It was it was the straight face that sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, they look like little hats. I'm sure that it has some impact, but the pride and and drama that each distillery puts into the it's the original uh, something necked distilled pot yeah. from 1872. Long neck copper stills. And I'm like, yes, I mean, yeah, it we could, we probably picks up something from the metal and maybe there's a difference in how it, but it's distilling. No. It's not aging. It's not... Yeah. They, they spend a lot of time trying to find ways of differentiating themselves. Um, the... <laughs> Maybe they should take the time to make it good. Mm. Ah! So how how uh, how was the price on that one? Uh, Is it right? I don't recall. I like that most of these have been purchased long enough ago that I have no clue anymore. So the next one we have is the Glenrothes. Rothes, or as I like to think of it, the grenade. It does look like it does. It's it's a very distinct. A lot of the distilleries will have distinctive bottle shapes, yeah. and this is the Glenrothes shape. Yeah, I was noticing that the Hazelburn had the like bulb around the tip for mm-hmm. for holding, extra and clutching, drinking right out of the bottle. Uh huh. Because nothing says class like right. chugging scotch. Yeah, the the um, two gingers also has that mm-hmm. that nice holding. <laughs> or so I hear. I, I read about it once. I wouldn't know that. Um, about how you can hold it. The reason I'm particularly amused that we're having a Glen Rothis tonight is so on Sunday, mm-hmm. my family went to a live podcast. Um, lore, if you are. Ooh. Yeah, are you familiar with Lore? Yes, that's right. I mean, where the lore fancy is people. part of the reason why the memory box of the Sister's Box existed. Yo. I, I, um, the who and the what? Um, now you get to feel not included. What is it that you're saying? Uh, no, it was just one one of their uh, one of the first was it or was it the first show that the first show that I did with the YHC okay. outfit, but they did did uh, other stuff before. Okay, it was the first one I was familiar with then. Okay. Well, Lore came to town yeah. on their tour, and my daughter had heard. Uh, my daughter gets to listen to podcasts on her drive home. Mm-hmm. Uh, she takes the bus to school and takes uh, gets driven home. Mm-hmm. And she was when she heard they were doing a tour and coming to Minneapolis. She's like, "We must go." You're a cool kid. We do. We do. I think okay. she's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and danger is her middle name. And yes, legally, danger is her middle name. Because she actually has two middle names. So do but, I. She has, um, but none of them are danger. Well, one of our, one of hers, but only one is danger. Uh, the other is an unspellable Gaelic name. Also good. Also good. Pronounced Ashland, but spelled Aisling because. Because why not? Gaelic. Yeah. Um, but we really do. And danger is my middle name. Oh yeah, right. No, see, it's it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, it's really fun to have people question your name and make you prove it by showing your ID. I wouldn't know. <laughs> really? Uh, see, I gave myself a silly name. I, you know, that, that's different. So, 
Hmm. Is there a story behind your name, or is it just you, you have a name? There are many stories behind my name, but let's just leave it at it's my name. <laughs> That'll do. For this time, because um, there's too many stories. The uh, Anyway, so they're they're drinking while, while one of them is playing the piano, mm-hmm. and the other is telling the tales mm-hmm. and drinking. Mm-hmm. And, well, both of them are drinking, and they start the show by a clink. Mm-hmm. And he said, now I'm always asked the question... What are you drinking? And so, so I don't have to answer it so many individual times. I will tell you all. I'm drinking 12-year-old Glen Rothis. And I was just... I, I didn't quite... I really wanted to stand up and just... Woo! <laughs> because I'm like... Usually you... Oh, it's water. It's lemon water. It's some... My voice. I'm like, you're drinking good single malt. Aces. So yeah, having, it really isn't good for your voice. That's true, though. No, but the nice thing is, one of them's playing the piano, and so screw the voice thing. And yeah. the other one is—he's telling tales in a very conversational manner. Yeah. And so it's not necessarily like you know he has to you know. He doesn't have to project. Yeah, it's it's. He doesn't have to project, and he's not a scrimshaw. <laughs> because the. You know, you know Scrimshaws. If they're not drinking, well, I think they're dead. Well, if Joseph isn't drinking, I don't know so much about Joshua drinking. Joe, yeah. Let's just put it this way. I can't drink um, Carlo Rossi because of how many times Carlo Rossi bottles jugs were the only thing between me and, and the sight of way more Scrimshaw brother than I ever wanted to see. Mm, yeah. Because I don't know how many times a pair of naked Scrimshaws stood on the stage in front of me holding a jug of Carlo Rossi in front of them. Yeah, that's a thing. The best was when they were at the uh, Bryant Lake Bowl and the door behind them was opened. Oh, good. So that any oh, passer... Oh, good. So that any passerby could be like, Oh God! It's a scrimshaw. It's a scrimshaw, but okay. I, that, that, that's the early days of scrimshaw. I'm less familiar with yeah. that. They anything for a laugh, and sometimes just because they were drunk out of their minds. It feels like that's their like family motto. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I just remember the, the the phrase I learned from them, Carlo Rossi. It's the quicker fucker upper. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I certainly had some single malts with Joseph, but I, I doubt. Yeah. <laughs> so I just all the sounds before the pop were like. <laughs> I don't know. That doesn't sound right. Uh, yep. I think I liked it better when it was quacking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dear listeners, what you are about to hear is a bottle. Oh, why spoil the surprise? Yeah. You know, I'm 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 realizing now we we have another bottle of of Glenroth downstairs. I need to get another bottle of Glengarry so we can have the two as a pair. Oh, yes, you do. I really have to do that. Yes, you do. Why? Glengarry Glenroth. Oh, just because. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if there was anything more significant. No, than no, just Glenn. just no, for the, oh, just yeah. for the joke. It's it, it, it's just just for the horrible punny joke, which is what I do sometimes because <sighs> it makes people groan. You found that way too enjoyable, sir. <laughs> I, you, 
You, you find pleasure where you can it's, in the show. It's the, the little things in life. That's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> yep. And it is the time of year where everybody starts hating on people who enjoy things like cinnamon, cloves, and nutmeg together, also known as pumpkin spice. And I find that very annoying because it's just cinnamon, cloves, and nutmeg. <laughs> so, so my wife has a post on Facebook that is just a picture of a sleeve of... I think it was a picture of the sleeve of pumpkin spice bagels. I'll eat it. With, it's here! It's here! (laughs) And my daughter ran into the house the other day screaming, we have pumpkin spice cinnamon rolls! It sounds real good. They were. They were really good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I I don't yuck anybody else's yum, but pumpkin spice is not my cup of tea. Is it because of the cinnamon? Um... No, it's because I associate it with pumpkin pie. Is it because like of the pumpkin. nutmeg? It's mostly probably the nutmeg. Sure, um, sure. I try to break it down when people are hating on it. Yeah, like, no, hey, these I, are actual spice says. Yeah, no, I, 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 you know, used to smoke clove cigarettes, so the cloves don't bother me, and I enjoy cinnamon. Yeah, nutmeg. Wait, those are the same cloves? What? Um, I used to snort clove and oranges. Yeah. That's, um, you don't know clove and oranges? Oh, it was a. Wait, wait, with the orange pudding. You snorted it? Well, you don't literally get the entire orange up your nose because it generally won't fit. I don't judge. I do. How's your Um, coke? I've got a four four orange a day habit. Oh, oh my God. Um, But, you know, you walk around and. yeah, it's uh, snorting an orange. Snorting, snorting a clove and orange. Okay, so it would be like your your air freshener. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know the you know the actual origin. No. Oh. Um, Is it Wiccan? Medievally. I hope so. It could be Wiccan. Yay. Uh, basically, cities stunk because they did not have anything. Sewer was out the window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, rich people. Yes would have oranges yeah. with cloves stuck in them. And they would walk around sniffing them smell because it smelled better than shit. Indeed. My mom would always make those and put them in the cider at like... Yeah, no, that, they... they plop it on in. They go, they go well in many things, and I like them, but mm. the origin is medievally, um, hey, I can smell an orange with cloves or shit. And I choose clove and orange. <laughs> I choose clove and orange. You have chosen wisely. <laughs> um... No, I, as far as I, I mean, I, to, to to get in a similar thing, I also don't like mulling spices. So, sure. so mulled wine and mulled mead is sure. not my thing either. Sure. Oh. So I wonder what it is specifically. I'm I curious. do you like to mull? Um, like mulling over things. Hmm. Yeah. Sometimes people just do it whether or not they like it. Yeah, I just I'm just ex- trying to explore yeah, the no, possibilities. My, my my thought on things is like I said, I think just the the whole. I don't care for pumpkin pie. Yep. That was my exposure to pumpkin spice. I associate the two, sure. so it's it's one of those. That's legit. Yeah. 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 And then the, it's too bad because I really love pumpkin pie, and I'm sorry to hear that it's not your your yeah, bag. Yeah, I love I love pumpkin pie, but that's okay. I just sweet potato pie instead. We'll balance oh, each other okay. out in the universe, you yeah. and I. More pie for me. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> my wife doesn't like scotch. More scotch for you. Yes, indeed. Tell the story. Okay. There's a story. So, we before we got married, we went to Scotland. Yes. We like to call it our 
how well are we suited for each other? Because if you can survive a trip to a foreign land and not kill the other person, you probably are going to do well together. Sure, yeah, legit. When we did come back, her mom, she was on the phone to her mom, and her mom was like, well, <laughs> knowing full well, well what? Well, some young men, when they're in a romantic foreign country, might ask a certain question. Like, what, Mom? (laughs) So, um, but anyway, we went to the Grant Distillery for the tour. She was a Grant, uh, Clan Grant, so it seemed to make sense. And we are, we go through the the tour, it's very interesting, and we get to the end, and they pour you a wee dram. Wee dram? Yes, and they poured, there were two other couples with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they poured the three gentlemen a wee dram and the three ladies a wee dram. And Jenny looked at me, and she poured her wee dram into my cup, or my glass, because she doesn't like scotch, mm-hmm. and she knows I do. Mm-hmm. And the other two ladies looked at her and looked at their, their cups, and it's like, oh my God, you can do, do that? that? Oh, good. Turned, poured it into their respective bows, cups, and the two bows looked at me like I was a god. I was worried that they were looking at her like, oh, is that the expectation, Scotland, that the ladies don't drink? No, no, it was just, I hate scotch too. Oh my god, I could give it to my, my partner? My partner! And, and the men were just like, oh, we love you. Oh, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> I mean, they looked at you, and really, they should look at her. They should, but you Come know, on, guys. men. Step it up. Step it up. Well, <laughs> that's a good story. Yeah. Good story. So, good story. and and then, uh, and then I did propose to her um, three months, three-ish months later, at the end of opening ceremonies at Convergence, because I've never been to Convergence. You should go. I it's hear this. Fun. I'm intimidated by it. What what intimidates you about it? I have experienced a lot of gatekeepers. Hmm. Gatekeeping nerds, and I don't want to deal with that. I can understand that. Yeah. Now, I would say you will probably know enough people. Yeah, that's true. That, that it's not like I don't true. know anybody and I and yeah. a large number of people, mm-hmm. myself included. Yeah. When we know somebody who's new, mm-hmm. are more than happy to, to take them around and be like, and here's this, and here's this, and these are these people, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't try and pressure people, mm. but I think you would enjoy it. I feel it, encouraged. It seems like something you might enjoy. Sure. Um, I mean, I won't say there aren't gatekeeping nerds oh, there. because oh, of course there are. But it's the vast, the, there's a large, the vast majority. There's 6,000 nerds. I mean, if I nerds. experience one, I can just run to one of my many friends and, and point and say, they hurt me. Or something like that. There's 6,000 nerds. Even if a few suck. There's, there's going to be a few you're like, oh, really? <laughs> but um, there's a lot more that you're just like, this is fun and interesting. Yeah. And if you do know people, it's... Yeah, I know so many people I want to convert Yeah, so... Um, but anyway, yes, because if you're going to propose to somebody, do it in front of 500 people. Legit, though? That would be awesome. It was. You know who one of the first people to c- congratulate us? Whom? Peter Mayhew. Chewbacca. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I saw it because I went to opening ceremonies that year. I didn't know you well then. Right. Right. Um, but I'm like, and, and and then I saw him come over and I was like, 
If I got congratulated by Chewbacca, man, I, yeah. Who can I propose to? That sounds good. Um, the other thing that was really funny is backstage, uh, one of the people who was on the board at that time was Wendy Bowlesby. I don't know if you know Wendy Bowlesby. Nope. If I, Wendy, if I have met you, I'm sorry. Well, that's an odd way of phrasing it. I know what you mean, but... Well, not, not, <laughs> one of the symptoms if, of if dyslexia I, is being if, bad at names. Well, if... Oh, mm, I didn't... Yeah. I'm, I'm, I am also. Hey, um, But I'm like, if I've ever met you, Wendy, I'm sorry. But the thing is, having met Wendy, she'd be like, you know, that's legit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so the, the, the other part is I'm backstage and we're getting ready for everything. And Wendy, I found out later, walked over to some of the other board members and went, what died and crawled up Perrin's ass? He's being kind of a uh, stressed out jerk. And they're like, Wendy, he's proposing in about 30 minutes. Oh, okay. No, that makes total sense. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't being a complete jerk, but I'll admit I was a little stressed. Yeah, it's a stressful thing. Like, even if you're very confident about and, the answer. And I was because I'm not about to propose in front of 500 no, people, people that with a, do that? Ah, it's a coin flip. No, no, no. But, like, yeah, that's still pretty stressful. It's a lot of pressure right there. Well, you're, even if you absolutely knew, like, yeah. if you asked ahead of time. Oh, and, yeah. And they said, oh, no, I'll, I'll be saying yes. Don't worry about it. Right. Um, this is the public. Hello, everyone. I'm going to change my life now in a huge way. And I hope to like it. <laughs> and and I've never done it before, and I have no way of knowing if I'll be happy. I think I will, or I wouldn't do it. Time will tell. Thus far, so good. No possible stress. <laughs> right. Alright. So this this uh, scotch we got. Yes. It is a darker Tis. amber. It's um, a very lovely color. It is. It's pleasing. Mmm, kind of uh, apple juicy. Yes. Ooh, now I want apple jazz. <laughs> this will do. Oh, I'm a Glen fan. Mm. Um, I'm not saying I've had every one of theirs and loved every single one, but I've been overall quite happy. I've had one or two that I very much enjoyed. I've had one or two that I was very much, well, that was a single malt. And so... The thing that I, I will say about Glen is they are very clear about... Um, while it is of a certain age, this was bottled here and de- or, uh, or uh, put in casks here and decanted here. And that will be different from one that went in here and came out here, even if it's been in the same length of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they're one of the more variable... Yeah, a uh, lot of a lot of people, I know this is true for whiskey at least, like they will, if it's the same labels... They will make a, a blend of different ages in yes. order to make it taste consistent. That's that's for example if the Glenlivet twelve. The Glenlivet yeah, twelve yeah, yeah. is the is the bar standard. Right. It will always taste like a Glenlivet twelve. Right, because they blend all sorts of different things to make it taste um, that way. Mm-hmm. So this is a weird tasting note that I'm or smelling nose whatever. Ooh, we get it. That I'm smelling. It smells like um like a. An auto garage, like a little bit of tire smell, a little bit of like oil that was spilled on the ground a few weeks ago. Little gasoline. Ago. Little gasoline. Interesting. You, you say that, and I see where you're going with it. I was getting orange peel, but 
I mean, well, they're all. I, 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 I like my motor garage better. Well, well, no. See, it's a motor garage that uses that orange degreaser shit. So we're, yeah. we're yeah, still yeah, there. Yeah, I get it. I'm just, yep. I'm just. This is this is like the same, really. <laughs> No, there's, there's actually some, some orange no, smelling degreaser. I'm red. very familiar with yep. the yeah. orange hand cleaner. I just yeah. enjoyed the moment. Um, this 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 scotch is creating a scene in my head. Is what's happening? It's gorgeous. Could you derive a play out of it? Devise. I'm sorry. Devise a play. I can devise a play out of anything. You as know, long as you give me Amber Bjork. Right. It. And now I'm I'm seeing a steampunk yes. play divisors. You sure? That that are like play divisors. Yes. Yes, it's good. <laughs> that's it's that's good. you know, what what's your profession? I'm a play divisor. The they flip the, the, the goggles down and you Did know, you say plagiarizer? To, to turn on the machinery. <laughs> ready to devise. <laughs> if only my life was that cool. There are, I mean, you just tinker with the play. Is that what you're saying? Is that, I mean, yeah. well, you get a couple different people. Yes, and they, you didn't find that one as funny. No, all right. I, I smiled. I smiled. Okay, but um, listeners, there was smiling. There was. It was very subtle. I couldn't. I couldn't even tell. I'm sitting across from him. I was a little disappointed. Sorry, it's okay. So into every into every you know, life, a little it, a little disappointment. You know, it it, it it was my best best word play of the night. I accept it. It's good. Um. There, there are moments where I wish we could ter- turn our lives into the interesting things that we read or see or imagine. Yeah. And then there's moments where I realize the shitty world that lives behind them, and I like most of what we're in today. There's some shittiness here, too, but... <laughs> just some. Just some. I, I, am less, I am less likely to be worked to death in a mine. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no, I was saying these things where it's like, which made-up fictional world would you want to live in? And one of the ones listed was the Song of Ice and Fire world. Was it called Winterfell? (laughs) And people were like, I would want to live there. I'm like, no, you wouldn't. You would die. You would die. Not if you're going for the throne. Or, or, or only if you're going for the throne. No, no, there were a lot of people who died. No, just general dying. Well, and then it's like, Lord of the Rings would be interesting. If you're a hobbit. Well. Then you're safe. Well, no. For most of the time. Yeah, until the... The, the scourging uh, of the Shire. Scourging of the Shire. Was only once. <laughs> only one scourging. Only one but, scourging. I would say but, well, pretty, uh, pretty well, well, Bull Roarer did have to beat up on a goblin at one point in time. So, True. I mean, but, I mean, well, I, I love the the wonder of the Lord of the Rings. Well, okay, so here. Yes. If, I had, if I could pick the era, mm, yes. I would then be happy to be in Lord yes. of the Rings. Yes. Because... The beginning 100%. of the first age. Yes. I was saying, first was, age hanging out with the elves was pretty yeah. sweet. Pretty, pretty sweet. <laughs> and even the second age, if as long as you like skip the very beginning, yeah, and go and then stop before you get to the third age, right? Also, had some pretty cool, yeah. but yeah. yeah, no, most of the fictionalized worlds, well, they're filled with conflict because otherwise it's kind of boring. It's soup's boring. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and most most television shows and other things. I mean, it's it's fun if you could pick and choose the moment. Yeah. Or just be horribly overpowered. No. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm going to be one of the super powerful wizards. Right. 
just like if you just happen to know where to be to avoid all of the terribleness. Right. Because I read the book, so I know where to go. Yeah. I'm going to hang out in the Shire until, whoa, about now. Then I'm... Frodo leaves, I leave. Kabye. Yeah. Why, why are they leaving? Uh, they said they had some place to be. No reason. There's <laughs> this dude named Shaky. <laughs> going to go hang out at the... El- uh, hang out in... Um, Hang out in Rivendell for a bit. Yeah. Or, no, or, or, I mean, or, or maybe in Bree. Just wait till Rivendell's abandoned and then take it over. Or, hey, guys, I understand you're going west. Mind if I hop a ride? <laughs> Can I come? <laughs> no, yeah. you silly human. Were you a ring bearer? <laughs> no, nah, I don't think so. Uh, no Nazgul here. <laughs> um, uh, you know, that's... I, I, I will, my one bit of, of fun trivia for The Hobbit, the people singing the song of, um, what? I've I've heard this story before. I'm, what? I'm interested. The, there was, it was the actual um, cast members mm-hmm. oh, cool. doing the song. And I got to say, for all the flaws of The Hobbit, that song bit was... It was good. It was good. I, I'm just not impressed when film actors are like, we actually sang. Like, if I don't sing, I don't get cast. Well, and well, they weren't exactly cast originally for the song. It sort of was was like, oh, oh, you all can oh, here, give it a whirl. Let's do that. And and, and 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 which movie are you part of? Crowd noise. What? Uh, the Force Awakens. Oh, okay, okay, that's fine. I'm still very impressed, but I thought you were going to be part of Crowd Noise of one of the Lord of the Rings films. Oh, no, In which case, that. I would have to, like, I don't know, yeah. murder you? Yeah. No, um, the the movie crowd, uh, we were in, we were at a film festival, and somebody was up front, and the, the person who ran the festival was like, okay, do whatever this guy says. And he's like, all right, I'm going to be recording some sounds, and I need everybody to make loud cheering noises. And they all cheered. And they're like, all right, all right. Now act like you've just seen, and he described a number of things, and we're all sort of like, "Well, that was fun." What the hell is this about? And he's like, "I'm doing sound for the next Star Wars film." That's really cool. And so, in the scene where there's the racing and the on the gambling world, mm-hmm. we are the crowd noise. That's really. Cool. I know. That's I really know. cool. <laughs> we may not have known it until they told us, but it was still freaking cool. That's still real cool. I, I also got to see um, there was a wedding at one of the film festivals, mm-hmm. and one of the people who attended the festival might have been the ring bearer. Elijah Wood was was there. Girl, I know what the, who the ring yeah. bearer is. And so I just broke a little. Is what so happened. So they're getting married, and they're like, "Oh, but wait, we need a ring." And he's like, "I have a ring." <laughs> Do you know if it was Elijah Wood or just like a look around? No, no, it was Elijah Wood. The, he walks around with soft, diffused lighting all the time. I don't know where it comes from, but you'd see him at three in the morning. And all of us were like, oh. you know, we looked, we looked like we were in a movie as the undead. Yeah. And Elijah Wood is just like, oh. Hello, everyone. It's those eyes. And this sort of diffuse lighting, and sure, he's unshaven, and it looks good on him. Yeah. It was really not fair. Yeah. We should drink some scotch. We should. Oh, 
to, 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 the, to honor Elijah Wood, we mm-hmm. shall drink scotch. Elijah, this one's for you. Mm-hmm. Huh. Ben Roth. So, specifically, we should, we should point out, this is, this is the Whiskey Maker's Cut. Oh, yes. Um... um. What was, what was the last one we did? Let me let me look back and see if I can see which one was the last one of theirs that we had. I'm trying to parse it out. I'm I'm, I'm having some difficulty with the parsing. I mean, there, there's there's flavors here, mm-hmm. but the overall mix isn't necessarily doing much for me, mm-hmm. which has been huh. my downfall with with the Glen Roths generally it's the vintage was the last one that we did back in episode 135 it looks like I like the orange that I'm getting it's got kind of a cream orange soda taste to it in the finish <sighs> I would say the orange is a little overripe but yeah I mean the the, the, the so the citrus is coming through, and it's definitely an orange. Getting a little on the overripe. I'll, I'll see your cream soda, but I'll go. I'll, I'll go with your overripe. Hmm. I tasted not ripe yet fruit of some sort. Maybe an orange. Maybe a banana, just so that you'll hate it. I already don't like it that much, so it's no big deal. You know that like weird bitterness that comes when you eat a fruit before it's ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. And there's a little burn on the tongue, but not over much. Not as tingly as the last one. Not quite. I'm not getting really any nose. With it wet? Yeah. Oh yeah, the nose really did. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do a reset just because. And as as pointed out in the last episode, we're resetting with some fresh True Stone Coffee. True Stone Coffee? Fresh yes. roast, cool beans. Tell me about it. Well, True Stone Coffee, what? friends of the show, Oh. Uh, they'll give you, if you use scotch in the uh, uh, coupon area, 10% discount on anything they sell. Uh, coffee or otherwise. The entire order? The entire order. Wow. It's actually really tasty, and they have nice people. And, and, I like the people. Yeah, and, and, and it is roasted fresh locally. Um, for instance, I, I ordered this on... Uh, oh, it doesn't, it, I, this is not the bag. Oh, there it is. It does have the bag. So, so I, I ordered it September 7th, and it arrived uh, September 9th. And it's, that was quick. And it That's says... Quick. A ripe coffee cherry is filled with potential... Every hand it touches will either spoil it or help bring it to life. Oh, wow. We did our part. Now it's your turn. Oh, wow. Brew wisely. Mm. I feel like a wizard would say this. Mm. Choose on coffee made by wizards. <laughs> Choose wisely. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I, should, I should reach out and see if we can have Tyler on again at some point. Yeah. It was really interesting. He, he is a... Um, uh, an actual coffee taster. Mm. One of the fellows who who has kind of a cool job, but visually it's less cool because mm. they're the ones who go sport, sport into 
I like that your onomatopoeia for spitting is sport. Because you can just spit out sports. Yep. And um, so having him do tasting was yeah. like... He knew what he was you, saying. You're actually, you actually do this for a living. You're trained in the act of tasting. <laughs> As opposed to our poor amateur tongues. Amateur. So, wet. Not much nose. Well, yeah. There's still something there. Even with, even with the reset, there's... Just the lightest hint of something, but yeah, mm. there's, there's just not much. I do like it better with a few drops. The orange is more ripe. Yeah. Um, I'm still getting the orange cream soda. Um, I'm try- uh, the, at the end, the, the, there's kind of a, a musky pepper. Sure. Like somebody sprayed. Musk pepper. Musk pepper. The famous, famous Norwegian reindeer musk pepper. What? I don't know. Just add reindeer in it. It makes it Norwegian. That's right. Yes, it does. <laughs> that or stinky fish. Mute the fisk. Bork, bork, bork. Or... Mm. Um, aquavit. Aquavit. My my dad was forced to drink aquavit with with his friend Bjorni Steingrimsen. Bjorni Steingrimsen. Bjorni Steingrimsen. Dad, Vietnam. That's a good name. Yes, it is. Especially if you're going to drink aquavit at the Rothskeller. Bjorni. Berry. Bear. Hi. Um, Like bear. Rar. E. Bjorni. Very white, <laughs> as opposed to that lovely and and most uh, admired of, of Swedish liqueurs, Malort. Oh God! <laughs> you mentioned that in your 158th episode, and I did not know what that was. Yeah, and ignorance should be bliss. I will let it be. Yes. Yeah. Now I will say yes. there is an absolutely hilarious video if you type in Malort advertisement. Mm-hmm. It, how, how does one spell this? M A L O R T. Malort. Mal as in bad. Yeah, mal. Ort as in ort. Ort, 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 ort. Yeah. And mal-ort. the. It, it tastes like it sounds. Bad ort. You can ask several members of uh, a Fearless about Malort, but uh, Jenna was definitely one who experienced it. Sounds like uh, when, something that would happen in Die Laughing. I, it absolutely say. did yeah, happen yeah, yeah. during Die Laughing. I worked at Buffalo Wild Wings Corporate here in town, mm. and uh, one of the guys had a bottle of Malort on on his uh, his filing cabinet, mm-hmm. and he would try and get anyone who walked by to drink it. Mm. And every so often, somebody would be foolish enough and try it, and was just like, "It's Swedish, not Norwegian." Yeah, that's yeah, what I said, said it's Swedish. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still Swedish too, but. Then how did you learn Norwegian? I thought that wasn't allowed. Um, Spy! Ah, I have been discovered! <laughs> um, no wonder I hate myself. I'm a Northern European mutt. Yeah, on the soot in the Mai, I say that I celebrate my um, independence for myself. You probably don't know what the soot in the Mai is. The 17th of May is Norwegian Independence Day from Sweden. I'm always at war with myself. 
mm. because I'm three quarters German with a French name. Amazing. Yeah. My husband brews beer. He is. Oh, I thought you were saying his name, and I'm like, his no, name. No, his is name is Tom. Brews beer. No, no, no. Okay, that's Tom. an interesting name. He brews beer. He is twenty five percent Irish, twenty five percent German, and fifty percent Belgian. Of course, he brews beer. Yeah. It's in his blood, literally. Yeah. No, I'm I'm thirty percent German and twenty five percent Polish, so I'm I. I hate myself. It's yeah, you hate yourself. Seventy five percent German, uh, one eighth or three quarters German, one eighth Irish, and one eighth Scottish. Stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Alcohol adoring. <laughs> um. So. There are some tasting, actual tasting notes on this if you would like to I'm read it. So excited. And then I will read other boring stuff from here when you're done. I will. I will do so. Uh huh. How should I say it this time? Ooh. Matured only in first fill sherry seasoned oak casks, bottled at natural color. At the strength selected by our master whiskey maker. Like a dessert commercial. Have you ever noticed that dessert commercials are oh, yeah. way too sensual? Oh, yeah. Like, why? This is filled with sugar. This chocolate is sick. Now, it does have tasting notes on Where? the front. That was everything that I found. No, no. Okay. Whiskey cuts. Distilled and bottled. Bayside single malt scotch whiskey. I could have sworn that's been Character. Creamy vanilla. Where do you see oh, this? <laughs> In the writing. Oh, I can't read that. <laughs> there we are. Character creamy vanilla orange peel and nutmeg. <laughs> Oh my god. So that explains why I got some orange but still didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Nutmeg. You don't like nutmeg. The Glenrothes. Ooh. Speyside single malt. Mm. Quietly and without compromise, the Glenrothes distillery in the heart of, the, of Speyside has been crafting some of the world's finest whiskeys since 1879. Wow. An authentic single malt, scotch born of the natural spring waters that run through our estate. Pad patiently distilled in our tall copper stills. Wow, it's tall and copper. The result is a remarkable new make spirit of exceptional elegance, ready to be matured to perfection in carefully selected oak casks. At the Glenrothes, our commitment to the highest quality wood is unwavering. Wow. Every cask at our on-site cooperage is assessed and looked after by local artisans to ensure it meets our exacting standards. Everyone. Yes. Wow. We use a very high proportion of first fill European and American oak casks. Sherry season in Jerez, Spain. Wow. Wow. I'm well aware of that. Damn you. Damn you! The resulting whiskey is absolutely natural in color and balanced in flavor with great depth and structure. A whiskey to be savored with all the senses. Did you listen? Well, well, thank you for that cork dog, Nigel. Yeah. Um, I'm not hearing anything. Oh, wait. Aroma. 
Would you like to read the character notes? Or would you like them read to you? Character aroma, rosinous, candied peel, and fresh oak notes. What's rosinous? It's made of rosin. Like rosin up your bow. Well, why doesn't it say rosin? It's been rosinous. It's sort of like ravenous, only more rosiny. <laughs> Taste rich, spicy, creamy vanilla, and orange peel. Finish long, fruity, orange peel notes with a hint of nutmeg. And there's even a three dimensional representation of the tastes. There is. There is. Indeed. Why, though? Because it's wicked cool. Or so the kids said. Gordon Morton Motion? Motion? M-O-T-I-O-N? Motion? Sure. So what did you think, sir? I think I'm a little disappointed that my tasting notes actually matched what was on the box. (laughs) Um... I, I I think that as, as much as I, I did, you know, agree with its flavors uh, in terms of what it listed, it, it was not necessarily my jam, um, as is often the case with Glen Roth's. It, it didn't just, say jam. It really... I'm sorry, should it be marmalade since it's orange peel? <laughs> yes. Um, it wasn't his marmalade. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it didn't thrill me. I'm, I'm going to give it a 285. Well... I like Planerathus, but I wasn't really excited about this one. I'm going to give it a 2-9. Not bad. Just not exceptional. I'm... Go where you want. Gonna give it a 2.75 right between your guys's. No, you're at the bottom, actually. What? I said 2.85 and you said 2.9. So. I said it wrong, then. Well, you can you can I change thought, it. I thought you said two point five. No, two eighty five. You can go two eight five. I just want five. to be right between you guys. Okay, uh, you can do that. No, I don't know. It's it was fine. Again, it's not something that I'm going to go buy or like go to Merlin's dress and say, "Do you have this?" So, I'll just say that one. The thing I said, whatever it was. I wrote it down. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's really sad is um, often, I shouldn't say often, more often than it should be, yes. when a distillery tries to put out a special bottling, mm-hmm. I've often liked their normal bottling, mm-hmm. and a special bottling is like, wow, you charge me more, and it doesn't taste better. Yeah, Ben Roths did a, a whole line at the same time. So this this is one of like four or five different expressions that came out in the same year. And, and the the one we had before, the vintage, mm-hmm. um, which also did not fare well with us. Um, the, the, the vintage, the overall rating was actually a, a two... Everybody but me would average at about a two eight. I was the outlier. I think what was the one? What was the one that had a one nine on it? Just there. Uh, the one that had a one nine for me was the Glenlivet Founders Reserve. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, did, I, I really didn't care for that. On the other hand, the Loch Lomond Single Grain had a one three, a one two five, and one four. So that whole thing where you've never been a whiskey you didn't like, uh, you you met one. 
You met one good. <laughs> it kissed me right on the lips. Yeah, we, we, we've not done well with single grain alcohol. It's, sure. it's not, not. And I was really sad because I love Loch Lomond. My wife and I, they, that was part of our trip. And, and it was wonderful. Yeah, the Apparently, it's just as visually exciting. Yeah. And the food is good. But not the, the scotch. The, the, the distillery there and, and their, their Inchimoran uh, line, uh, it's just, no, it has not done well with us. We've got one more of their bottles downstairs. I resist buying more because I don't want to do them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're running out of things we can afford to do, and so we might have to, but at the same time, eh, we can end the show. It's fine. <laughs> um, to end the show. So... Speaking of ending the show, oh. we're, we're nearing the end of this oh. one. Oh, no. So, so now is the time on Sprockets when we flog. Let's see. What shall I flog? Hmm. I'm trying to think. It is... Nope. My daughter's school just had their homecoming, so I cannot flog that. I am done. Well, it being the, the middle of the month now means the end of the month is still coming, which means so is Horrorfest. <laughs> So uh, definitely check out uh, TC Horror Fest. Um, there'll be lots of excellent shows. And uh, if you run into me, uh, well, I'm sorry, and it's likely. So you know, don't, don't apologize. Don't, Help him up off the floor. Don't 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 let that deter you. Um, one of the exciting things that I'm looking forward to having happen again, I don't know if I'll do it myself because I did do it last year, mm. is the the live embalming people are coming back. Where I'm you, sorry, what now? Live embalming. No, I heard you. Yeah. That so generally is recommended against. Yeah. So basically what they what they do is is they have you um lie on the slab and then there there's certain things that you can sign off of whether you want or not. You they can do makeup, they could do Do you want things. to be alive when we're done? I feel very uncomfortable with this. Well it, it, you know, it it, it, it it there's a certain comfort level you have to have in terms of, of the, there will be like fluids if, pumped into you? No, none of that. Okay. No, it it it's just they they act as though they are prepping you for Burial, okay, um, okay. And, they, and they're not. Now, obviously, you have to be com- comfortable with a certain level of, of physical contact from sure. people you don't know. Yep. So it won't be for everybody. Um, and it's always fun. They, they, they make a point of, you know, not everybody, in fact, most people, from their experience, they talk to them about it, um, as you are lying there trying to be a corpse, <laughs> it is very hard not to move. Mm-hmm. You'll get an itch, mm-hmm. or they'll do something that causes you to spasm. And they will they will make some sort of joke about whatever it is. So people who are more lively, it's like, oh, it looks like the necromancer uh, did put a little bit of energy into this one, but but I I don't think it's going to actually get up. But you know, and, and so they'll, they'll make, so the the hard thing is is while you're trying to be a corpse, they're trying to corpse you, and so it's 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 hard not to laugh at some of the stuff they're doing. Um, I did a pretty decent job. Um, being as, a corpse. As, as, as being a corpse. Well, good, good on uh, you. Yeah, it, it, it was a fun experience. Put that on your resume. Uh, and, and, and then um, they'll, they'll take some photos. Um, so you get a little little picture and you get a death certificate. Um, That's fun. Yeah. Nice. And, and uh, I'm told, again, that there's going to be a one-time show of doing um, a wake for somebody. Um, I don't know who that somebody is going to be this time. I missed the event last year, but I'm told it was very exciting. And one of the things that was done at the wake was to... To, to fundraise for the burial, and Matt Alex got money stapled to him again because that's something he does. Because why um, not? Because why not, Carney? Anyway, um, is that oops? Small hands. No, smell funny smell. Um, no, uh, Matt is one of the horseshoe hot dog guys, mm. um, and he was also a, a vilifier for a bit. He's been retired for some time now, but 
Um, but yeah, so so that'll be happening. Um, definitely check out the, the Fearless webpage to see what we're up to. Um, action Movie The Play will be opening in November, so you're going to want to check that out. Um, I don't have the dates in front of me, but I believe it starts... Um, either the second weekend or the third weekend, and I believe it's a three-week run. Mm-hmm. Cool. And you're in a show. I am. I am in a, a horror fest show. I mentioned that two weeks ago. Um, it's it's part of the horror fest. It's with the winding sheet outfit. It's called And What Alice Found There. It's about Lewis Carroll, a.k.a. Charles Dodgson. And it's going to be creepy. And since we're a little further along in the month, I um, will mention I also have another show happening in November, um, and that is called Into the Darkness. It's just with, ooh, this is where my dyslexia is hard. I don't know if it's collective unconscious or unconscious collective. I get it mixed up, but um, there's going to be puppetry and fairy tales. Nice. Right? Creepy? Yep. I actually, I don't know if it's going to be creepy, but it might be. I'm excited. Potentially creepy. Potentially creepy. And um, McKaylee is going to be in it. Excellent. You know McKaylee? I feel like you know her. And Kayla, who is also in the Wedding Shopping Show, is going to be in it with me. So you'll get to see some familiar faces. Yeah, I, I keep meaning to... I don't, I don't know if McKaylee's someone I've asked if she wants to be on the show ever or not. I, I, I know there's a bunch of people that I still have on the list of people to try to get on the show at some point. You can ask her right now. Hey, McKaylee. I, 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 I fully expect I will see her sometime in the next month because I, I don't think I can go a month without running into her. So that's the, You're lucky. You're blessed. I wish I could see her every month. Uh, it, it just seems to end up... Uh, so I met McKaylee at a New Year's party, and from that New Year's party, I ended up in a D&D game with her. So. Nice. Where I also met Matt Kesson. So, yeah, it was... It was That's it, good. That's it, it, good It, it right was a there. fun little D&D game. Yeah. And, uh, and Meredith uh, Giles. I think that's how you last one. She stage manages for um, Cleon Christmas Carol. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it, it was a lot of fun. It sounds pretty excellent. Yeah, it was, it was a good group. But it, the, actors and having actor schedules means the game uh-huh. on a consistent night was maybe something that didn't happen so much. And because in the beginning, there was a consistent night, and I could make that night, and then it shifted from Misty, the DM schedule, um, for a bit, and I couldn't make those nights, and then by the time I could maybe come back to the game, it was enough sessions in that they'd been playing my character differently enough that if I was going to come back, I either would want a new character or just wasn't worth trying it, so I I ended up having to leave the group, which was very sad, I, I loved gaming with that group, but yeah, I was only there for like five sessions. So, now's the time we turn to our guest for a toast. Oh, no. You've had two weeks to work on this. I guess. Well, the basement is not the most conducive environment for thinking. Fair enough. Fair enough. If you don't don't feel up to a toast, Mm. you don't have to do one. I think I can can do this. You you can? Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Friends may come and friends may go. But liquor comes to soothe the blow. All right, all right, here we go. Oh, that version of that one. Here, here. Here, here. <laughs> 